You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 148. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I'm your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth or 148th time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. If you have not had a chance to do so already, even though I've been gone for a while, feel free to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple podcast app. And I will be, it will be much appreciated. If you listened on another podcast player, feel free to leave a rating and review there as well. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending that you take fast action towards consistency. I was listening to Eric Thomas's podcast earlier this week, and one of the things that CJ said kind of hit me a little hard. He said, some of you are so consistent at being inconsistent. And I was like, oh snap, that sounds like simple, but it is a very real thing. And essentially what they were talking about was how number one, being inconsistent leads you to have to work harder towards working at consistency. Once you stop a thing and have to start it again and stop and start and stop and start that is not something that I am unfamiliar with. And so uh, it resonated for sure. But when you are consistent, it can look boring because the progress that you're making is incremental as opposed to these giant leaps and bounds that people want to be able to post on social media or share and say that they're, you know, quote unquote winning when reality really requires just showing up and being present. And so I encourage you today to consider taking fast action towards beginning consistency. If it be in a routine that you're trying to establish, if it be in something that you are working towards, take fast action, work towards being consistent, recognize that you will stumble along the way, but if you are taking incremental steps every single day, you will see the progress that you are after in the long term. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. It has been about a year since I last recorded an episode. It was February, 2023 when I recorded an episode, episode 147, and talked about the number of things that happened in like the last half of 2022. I got engaged, got married, bought a house, and all that happened between August and December. What I did not share was that 
I was also pregnant when I recorded that episode in February of 2023. It was still very new information. And so I did not share it publicly on the podcast, but if you follow me on Instagram, you now know that my son, Elisha, was born in September of last year. He just turned five months last week as of this recording, and it has been a very, very beautiful, beautiful transition, a very hard transition. I have learned so, so very much. And so what I wanted to do today which in the spirit of the Just My Thoughts, which is taking fast action towards consistency, is open up the mic and talk about some of the things that I've learned in the last several months as a part of this transition into motherhood that are really generally generally applicable to all areas of life. One of the things that we talk about at Four Corners Coaching is the, are these four corners, right? Your faith, your well-being, your self-awareness, and your career. And as you have different transitions, as you pick up different aspects of your identity, you don't stop becoming the things that are core to who you are, but how you move through different seasons can be impacted by the new aspects of your identity, by the transitions that you experience. And I have certainly experienced that over the last several months. And even in in the preparation during my pregnancy to become a mom, just the types of, just the way that your mind starts to shift, the things that you start get, the things that you start focusing on, the things that you start worrying about that never occurred to you or occurred to you in very different ways prior to that new season. So I wanted to share four lessons that I have learned and seen become true for me and I think for that I think can be applicable to many people as you experience different transitions in your life. The first lesson is that transitions can reveal who you are or even expose you in some instances while they grow you and stretch you. Transitions reveal or expose who you are while they stretch you and grow you. As I, I'm someone who likes to anticipate what's coming next. One of the things that motherhood has taught me, that real life taught me as well, but that I have learned in a whole new way, is that you can't anticipate everything. You just can't see everything coming. There's no way, it's not possible. You have to learn to go with the flow and that will relate you'll see how that comes back and relates to my second to my second lesson but what i have found is that the more that i become a parent and parent my child the more that i've become a wife the more that i have become more advanced in leadership in in my uh, daytime role, the more that I learn about myself. And if you are not careful when you are experiencing a transition, the things that you learn that are negative can negatively impact how well that transition goes. The things that you learn about yourself that are negative can negatively impact that transition if you are not self-aware, if you are not paying attention, if you are not 
being intentional about recognizing a pattern that comes up that might cause you to react a certain way, for example, or when you are leaning into a strength that you have and you don't even recognize that thing as a strength. What I have found is that becoming a mom has shown me so much about resilience. It has shown me so much about my ability to do hard things. It has shown also shown me that I really need to learn to have, I have to learn how to let things go. I have to learn to not worry about all of the details in certain instances, the way that I was before, because there's just too many details to worry about. Right. And so uh, the underscoring this lesson, reminding of this lesson again, is that transitions will reveal who you are or expose who you are just as much as they will stretch you and grow you. So be mindful of what you are experiencing as you navigate what's coming up for you during your transition. The second lesson that I learned in and during this transition or the several transitions I should say is that you can't control everything. And back again, thinking back to the first lesson I shared, I have seen so much about how you can try to plan things and that plan will go straight to the ground because some variable has shifted that you did not account for, or even if you did account for it, you just couldn't prepare for it in a different way. Starting back even with the, from the birth of my son, moving through till trying to leave the house to make an appointment at a certain time. And he decided that it was time for him to both poop and throw up. And so, which required complete outfit changes, diaper changes, and now we are set back in time. But more important than the reality that you can't control everything is really thinking about the way that you hold not being able to control everything. What I mean by that is how do you respond when something goes wrong? Are you willing to adjust and adapt? Are you willing to acknowledge that it is okay that something has changed. Are you falling apart and being upset at whatever caused the change to happen, be it a person, situation, circumstance? And I have been someone who's been upset at the circumstance, at the person who caused the, you know, who may have caused or created or contributed to the change that I could not account for. But where does that, where does that lead you, right? How does that cause you to, how do you benefit from that, from that outcome or, or shift? And if you don't now, what change are you going to make as a result? Right. And so when you can recognize and appreciate that you do not control everything and that ultimately the only, only thing, only being that controls everything is Abba. He is the ultimate controller and understander of everything. (laughs) Understander is not a real word, but you get what I'm saying, right? Only he can control what seems to be uncontrollable. And I am so grateful for being reminded of this lesson week in and week out, sometimes multiple times a day that has really helped me calm myself that has really helped it is helping with some of the things that I tend to get anxious about when I just accept that you know what it kind of is what it is it is okay 
even I can do what I can do and everything else is outside of my control. And the greater, and I think broad, more broadly that you can apply that lesson across your different areas of your life, the more relaxed you can be and the more energy you can reserve to actually handling the things that are within your control, taking the time to impact what you actually have control and influence over. So the second lesson, you can't control everything, accept it, accept that fact, apply it broadly across your life, and you will free up energy to actually do and impact what is within your control. The third thing that I have learned over the last several months in this transition is that your community is one of your greatest assets. Again, this is not something that is particularly novel for me, or it's not something that I should, I should say that that was not unknown to me prior to this season and this transition, but I have a greater appreciation for this truth in light of the transition that I've just made. The number of people in my circle, and I will use circle bro both broadly and close knit who have cared for me, thought of me, prayed for me, given me insight, given me space, given me specific practical advice. I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. I am someone who have, has had the, the blessing of being able to observe a lot of women, a lot of women in my circle become mothers or, or, or were already mothers over the last several years. And the types of things that I, that have imprinted on me over that time, I did not realize until I start to now see how a, a mother looks at her child, for example, or you just start to just, you're making different connections, thinking about what happens when your baby turns 15, even though that sounds crazy because he's just five months and seeing and thinking about the way that the, you know, one of the women that I know has parented her teenage child or watching people transition their children from junior high school to high school to college. And all of this is just by virtue of me being connected to all of these people, all of these women in particular over time. And beyond just having access to the community, it is really important that you, you hold that community in high regard and that you're willing to be a vessel to the wisdom and counsel that they have to offer you. So I wanted to share a verse from Proverbs 12:15 that re reflects that. Proverbs 12:15 says, "The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel." So you can get counsel, you can be exposed to counsel, but if you don't listen to the counsel, the counsel is useless. And if you think that the only information that is good to follow or believe or understand is the information that you have within yourself inside your own head or mind, that is unwise and is you, you would be a fool in terms of in biblical terms. And so I encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, you are someone who believes that listening to others is valuable. Not to say that I'm always right about everything, but if you're listening to this, you believe that listening to others can have value. 
using your discernment, using your, um, you know, testing it with what you understand to be true, testing it with the, with scripture, all of those things. But con- as you go into seasons that you have never been in before, I encourage you to not suffer in silence, to not uh, just assume that your questions are not good questions or that there are not people who won't help you or that you should be able to figure things out on your own. Absolutely not. The number of YouTube videos and the number of questions that I asked and the number of different types of people that I sought counsel from, I caveat that by saying, you can't ask everybody everything, right? So use your judgment in who you are talking to about the type of transition that you're experiencing or the season that you're going through or the questions that you have. But assuming that you have vetted the people that you are considering, assuming that you are in in the presence of those who you consider wise and those you consider uh, good counsel, use your resources, leverage your community and know that people care about caring for you as black women, as women of color, as women who are ambitious, as women who are goal oriented, we often try to carry more on our own than we should and that we, than we need to. We not doing that this year. We're not doing that as we, as we walk into these new seasons of our life, we're not doing that. Lean on those who have shown themselves to be people who are worthy of leaning on and that you can trust with your vulnerabilities. And if you don't have those folks, send me a DM on Instagram, at Tiff South. Follow me there. Send me a DM if you feel like your community is not made up of women who you can lean on and support. And we and we gonna work on that. The fourth and final lesson that I wanna share with you today is Stay firmly planted in the word and in your relationship with Abba. When I tell you the amount of grace that I am grateful for and the amount of praise and worship that I have done, the amount of tears that I have cried, the amount of prayers that I have put, that I have written down or said out loud, the amount of time that I have spent in the word between devotions and looking at the Bible. I am so grateful for him. I'm so grateful for him sending his son to die for me. There are things that you can experience in a transition that you will not be able to anticipate. There are going to be things that situations, circumstances that you encounter that no one prepared you for. And yet, even in those moments, both beautiful and challenging, we can lean on him and say, thank you, or say, Father, please be my refuge and my strength. Your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Please help me in this weak moment right now. He is a good, good father, and he cares for you right where you are down to the smallest detail that feels insignificant to others it is significant to him because you are his child when i i can't even i'm not i can't even go into all of the challenges that i've encountered over the last five months but i can say that it is by faith it is by 
being reminded of who he is and what he has done for me in other seasons of my life that I have been able to remain whatever version of grounded that I am. And I want to share Psalm 1, three verses from Psalm 1, which has become my favorite Psalm thus far. I haven't read them all. I've read many of them, but this one is my favorite of the one that I, ones that I know. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of Elohim. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, whose leaf does not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. Be like a tree planted by rivers of water. Be planted and rooted in your word, in your relationship with with God. He does not expect us to show up neatly and perfectly every day. He does not require that we come to him in a well-presented package. He, he welcomes you then and he welcomes you when you're falling apart. He welcomes you when you are crying in the shower. He welcomes you when you are praising him in advance. He welcomes you in all ways, shapes, and forms. And what I learn and love from this proverb, number one, I mean, from this, this Psalm, it tells us sort of what are the benefits of, of walking and delighting and understanding and meditating on the word. And what are the consequences of that, right? And so you spend time in his word when you can. If it means listening to the 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 Bible in the Bible app, which is what I'm doing with some of my friends right now. We're doing the we're, we're working on reading the whole Bible in a year and we are making it work. We are in we've now read uh Genesis and Luke and we are in Exodus and acts and we're making our way through psalms and proverbs and let me tell you it is so encouraging to be doing this because i've tried this and failed at least four times before this point anyway stay encouraged by staying rooted in his word because like a river of water when you when a tree is planted near it that word and relationship with him will continue to nourish you and nourish you and nourish you and be a salve to whatever wounds that you are experiencing and the cherry on top of the joys that you are experiencing as well. And that is the beauty of faith. That is the beauty of being in community, being in a relationship with a, with a father who loves you the way that he does, that you can be all, you can bring all of you to him and there is something there for you. There is some, he has something for you. So just to do a quick recap of the lessons in this episode, transitions will reveal who you are while they stretch you and grow you. Lesson number two, you can't control everything and that's okay. And probably for the best. (laughs) Lesson number three, your community is one of your greatest assets. And lesson four, stay firmly planted in the word and in your relationship with Abba. I want to thank you so, so very much for joining me in this episode of 
How Does She Do It? Episode 148. We started this thing a long time ago and y'all still are coming back and supporting. If you have listened to this episode, I should have mentioned this in the very beginning, but if you've gotten to this point, take a screenshot, post it in your stories. I am at Tiv South. Share it on, if you're on threads, if you're on X, Twitter, whatever you call it, let me know that you listened to this episode and that so that I can uh, reshare your your takeaway or reshare the support that you are offering me. I am so grateful for you and I cannot wait to connect with you on episode 149. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.